Welcome to the Domestic Fuel Cast, a podcast devoted to news and information about alternative fuels and energy. Produced and hosted by Zimcom New Media. Striking the right energy balance with biodiesel. I'm your host, John Davis. One of the items that folks in the alternative energy business like to look at is the energy balance a particular green fuel has. In other words, the amount of fuel it takes to produce another fuel. The higher the return, the greener the fuel. National Biodiesel Board CEO Joe Job says a new study from the University of Idaho and the U.S. Department of Agriculture shows biodiesel is one of the greenest fuels around. The premier life cycle analysis shows uh, it, that was done back in 1998 showed that it had a, a energy balance of 3.2 to 1. So for every unit of fossil energy that it takes to produce biodiesel, you get 3.2 units of energy back out. Uh, that study, as I said, was published in 1998. Uh, that's uh, over a decade ago, and so uh, USDA funded a study to update that, uh, and the new numbers are out, and it shows that biodiesel's even getting better and even more efficient and now has a life cycle energy balance of four and a half to one. Job says the increasing ratio shows that biodiesel continues to get better over time. Primarily because uh, the biggest... Um, source of energy input is agriculture, and agriculture continues to get more efficient, efficient over time. And in fact, U.S. agriculture has the highest uh, rate of energy efficiency uh, and, and uh, reduction in energy intensity of any, uh, of, among any of the uh, U.S. Uh, industrial sectors. In other words, over time, uh, U.S. farmers embrace technology to enhance energy efficiency and improve their yields and reduce their energy inputs. And so uh, we see this consistently over time. And so that's the primary reason why uh, biodiesel continues to get better, use less energy, provide more energy, uh, compared to petroleum, which be over time continues to become more energy intensive. And the obvious reason for that is uh, petroleum is a finite resource, and the the more we use our known reserves, the, the more energy it takes to get the uh, the material that's in the, the places that are harder to get to, and it takes more energy all the time to get that. Job hopes the new study will quiet critics who erroneously try to say that biodiesel actually costs energy. In fact, Job says biodiesel production just might be more efficient than solar power in converting sunlight into energy. Absolutely, that's true in, in terms of transportation energy. If you, uh, if you look at ways to turn solar energy into transportation fuel, uh, biodiesel really has the best energy ratio uh, of any fuel out there. And he says the information comes just in time as the Environmental Protection Agency is considering a new renewable fuel standard, RFS2. This study is very timely because the renewable fuel standard is now uh, almost a year delayed. The, the program was supposed to go into effect January 1 of 2009. Uh, it has been delayed. Uh, it has been plagued with a, a flawed implementation uh, by the EPA uh, that really took some uh, some th really highly um, uh, highly suspect th theory and theoretical analysis and tried to 
uh, shoehorn that into something uh, masquerading as as uh, life cycle science. Uh, and it and what happened is it actually violated uh, the international protocol for doing life cycle analysis. Uh, and uh, even after using the most um, best case scenario for petroleum compared to the worst case scenario for biodiesel, uh, the EPA found that that uh, Biodiesel was still 22% better than uh, than the petroleum diesel's counterpart. Uh, we found uh, flaws in their analysis that showed uh, using their their same analysis, using this component of international indirect land use and and applying some even uh, applying some level of greenhouse gas emissions assigned to biodiesel because of this uh, highly suspect theory. Uh, we found that if they just correct, corrected their errors, it would be more like 99% better uh, in terms of life cycle greenhouse gases. Uh, we've included in our comments this study, this recent study, uh, and uh, we're, uh, we're very hopeful that EPA will take this into account. Job says they're celebrating the news in this study by holding a green fest in the NBB's hometown of Jefferson City, Missouri at Riverside Ellis Porter Park this Thursday evening, October 22nd from 4 to 8. We've just gotten an overwhelming response. We do these kind of events, uh, participate in these kind of events all over the country. Uh, we're doing one for the first time right here in our own backyard. Uh, and uh, Jefferson City of Jefferson is going to uh, begin burning B20 in all of its city buses. Uh, the uh, MoDOT, Missouri Department of Transportation, uh, has been using B20 for several years now is is the largest statewide fleet in the country using b20 throughout the state uh, we have uh, we're having a number of uh, uh, events and and uh, people coming to to demonstrate how you can uh, be more sustainable uh, city of Jefferson is uh, kicking off its recycling program for the first time at this event Lynn State Technical College is talking about its diesel technical program and how biodiesel fits into that Lincoln University and its algae program it's very exciting and it's it's really satisfying to see the community kind of uh, come come together to support this if you'd like to read more about this energy balance study or make plans to attend this week's green fest just go to the NBB's website, biodiesel.org. I'm John Davis reporting. You've been listening to the Domestic Fuel Cast, the official podcast of domesticfuel.com. Check out the website daily for the latest good news about the alternative energy industry.